Hi guys, it's Vanessa here and I've got another segment for you of the black girl on the black couch with the black hat. Unfortunately, today we are not on the black couch due to coronavirus. I had to come back home um, and doing what is needed for me to do, stay at home. I hope everybody is doing the same, staying at home and just trying to stay safe and uh, quarantined. It's quarantined guys, not quarantine stop it <laughs> so today we have a very interesting topic um today i have decided to tackle pornography and its links to rape and sex addiction so we all know that porn is highly addictive um it is said to be one of the most addictive things after tobacco so i decided no man i am seeing a huge link between pornography and rape so why is nobody talking about this why is nobody having a conversation about pornography and how it leads to rape so a lot of a lot of the research that i had to do um some links weren't found between um porn and rape but because i am who i am i had to find find some groundbreaking evidence to actually back me up because i can't just give you guys my opinion i have to give you guys my opinion um actually an educated opinion it can't just come from me it has to come from me but it has to also be an educated opinion from me so i did my research and um I have an amazing quote here. Uh, it goes, porn is theory, rape is practice. This is by Morgan. I couldn't find his name. But essentially what this is saying is pornography is the guideline to rape. Okay. So us as people accepting porn. Okay. And listen, I am not judging anyone for watching porn. I think I should put a disclaimer on this and say there is nothing wrong with porn at all, especially if you are an adult. Okay. If you're an adult, there's nothing wrong with porn. Porn becomes a problem when it is introduced to young people. When I say young people, I mean children at the ages of I'm going to start it at nine because a lot of nine-year-olds already have phones, already have access to the internet, and they can easily just find porn on, on the internet. They can just Google anything and find porn. So this plays a huge role when once it is discovered by young kids, okay? And we all know that our brains are in a constant... Um, process of developing so it's not as easy as just saying yes it's just for kids even some adults struggle from porn but it mostly stems from them being kids so something that is very interesting that i found is um the brain rewires itself uh, when it is introduced to porn so the brain has different chemicals different hormones as well as other different aspects that make it up the nerves and the neurons so the brain literally rewires itself and in the males it creates what we call the mirror neuron which will inherently be what mimics behavior and plants behavior so we will see this when 
for instance, where we see uh, rape porn, uh, young men find themselves in uh, predicaments where they feel they should mimic what is happening in porn. And in this instance, I'm talking about rape porn. Men see that, oh, we can have power over women. And that is something I, I actually like to put in my, my explanation. Rape. Let us start. What is rape? Rape is usually defined as forceful anal, uh, vaginal, as well as mouth intercourse with any object or with the penis. But let us not forget that men can get raped too, all right? And something that is huge or surrounded around rape is mostly about power. So rape does not just happen without it being for power. Having power and dominating somebody else's body because you need power. Something that a lot of psychologists explain as maybe a child had been uh, raped or molested as um, at a very young age and they tend to like I said the brain will rewire itself and need to dominate you know there will be a need to dominate there will be a need to have the power in any sexual position so like I had said um, there will be mirror neurons that start mimicking behavior as well as planning behavior so planning whom whom to rape um, the targets especially uh, we know that rape victims um, who then become perpetrators don't just rape anybody they rape a specific kind of person like uh, I know I'm talking about a serial killer at this point, but it is also found in serial, serial rapists that they have a particular person or particular target that they go after. So I was going to get into the chemicals that actually affect the mind, the brain, everything. Actually, not the mind. The mind is something different from the brain. But um, as a criminology major, I know... Actually, we covered a huge, huge part of uh, aggression and different types of hormones as well as chemicals that are released in the brain for a person to be aggressive. So the first is testosterone. So the more testosterone you have and the more your brain releases this testosterone, the more aggressive you are. And this will go hand in hand with your arousal. So you will have stimuli that either lasts longer or shorter and you still need to get um, arousal from that. Okay, so we call this the arousal addiction when a person starts now having to release a lot of testosterone and a lot of dopamine so that they can constantly have that natural high that natural i want to be gratified i want to feel good i want the stimuli in me all right and another thing is how the society is playing a huge role vital role in pushing the idea of pornography and rape acceptance okay so we do accept a lot of things as the society we accept that porn is there and it is fine we accept that children at the young of at the age of um at the youngest age of nine years old pardon me have phones and they actually do access porn we accept this and we just leave it as it is 
this is how we are now the driving force and um, we are the driving force of harmful behavior ourselves. So we enable this bad behavior and when it comes back to bite us in the butts, we are so quick to hand this bad behavior to the uh, criminal justice system, forgetting that we as the society are actually the ones playing the biggest role uh, of them all. Now, I'm going to get into porn and sex addiction. So with this, I was watching Doctors a long time ago. I think it was somewhere last year during the December holidays. And there was a married man who said he was a sex addict. Um, and it was... It was pretty bad because he wasn't having sex with his wife as he should. Um, he didn't find his wife as attractive. And now I had to link this back to porn. Because he did mention something very important. That he would rather watch porn than to have sex with his wife. Because that gives him that instant gratification. You know, he can do whatever he wants. He can see whatever he likes seeing. So, uh, sex addiction is behavior of any kind uh, of a sexual conduct or sexual nature. So, porn addiction is actually a subcategory uh, to the sex addict uh, category. So, things such as fantasy, masturbation, pornography, sadistic behavior, these are the things we find in a person who is a sex addict, okay? Um, so, like I said, there is no satisfaction for a person who's a sex addict. They don't really get satisfaction. And we know there are a lot, and I mean a lot of uh, risky behavior going on when you are addicted to sex. You are most likely to get more pregnant. You are most likely to have um, STDs, uh, STIs. You are most likely to get those. And there's a lot of risky behavior that comes with being a sex addict. Uh, without the fantasy of porn, there is definitely no satisfaction. Okay, without fantasy or porn, rather, or just any sadistic behavior. So how do you know you are a sex addict? So basically, there are four things that I found that people need to know uh, about being sex addicts. Whether you are or are not a sex addict, you should just check this. Um, sex is a ritual to you. So sex is an everyday thing that you have embraced and you cannot live without. And the moment sexual preferences make your life unmanageable, that's when you start um, trying to have sex all the time. You can't keep up with your life. You can't fetch your kids from school. You either can't do your assignments because you are constantly trying to have sex. Um embarrassment over sexual acts so uh maybe like 50 shades of gray you know um mm -hmm. how we have particular people who would like to be dominated some don't like it but some are really really uh embarrassed about the particular things they do during sex 
okay? So maybe some people like being strangled. Some people like saying they, they do like being strangled and choked. And those may be embarrassing for people who are actually sex addicts. Um, and the final one is the cliche phrase, I will change but they do not change. So you will find that you are a sex addict if you continue to say, no, I'll change, I'll put my porn away, I will start having healthy sex, you know, but you don't do that. Immediately after having sex with a person, you go watch porn and uh, gain your, your gratification at that point. So how do people deal with sex addiction? I know this is going to sound boring, but um, psychologists are there and there are a lot of medicines that can be given to people, especially if they are people who have more mental issues rather than just it being a porn addiction or a sex addiction. It is more of probably people who have depression, anxiety, all of the above, and these um, mental issues lead to other mental issues such as sex addiction, um, porn addiction, and inherently rape, you know. So there are a lot of, uh, there's a lot of help out there uh, for sex addiction as well as just addiction to porn as well as people who do rape and it's through psychology, um, the psychology route. And what I also wanted to get into is how meaningful is the sex if you are a porn addict or a sex addict? So obviously I feel that um, from porn comes expectations. So we watch porn and we see how most of the time women are very much objectified. We see that women are always the receiving party. Women can never be the, the, the ones who are choking the man or just making the man feel like an object. And for me, I feel like it's the expectation in real life that, like I mentioned earlier, with young men, they have the mirror neurons that are created where they mimic the behavior. So they they want women to either moan loudly or women to I don't I don't know squirt or I am not quite sure what happens in real life uh, but I do know that from my research um, it shows that a lot of men do expect women to be exactly like porn stars and forgetting that porn is acting okay porn is acting and when you are in the moment of having sex it should never be acting. If you don't like something, you t you must have safe words like pineapple or peaches or Bentley. You know, have a safe word. Have a word that is gonna make no. Let your partner know that, dude. Stop. I'm not enjoying this. You know, and um, the accessibility of porn gives gives into the idea of instant gratification. I can get what I want, when I want it, anytime I want it, leading to rape. Uh, the, the idea of rape is mostly about power, yes, but let us not forget that the moment people are instantly gratified, they feel like they can do anything again and again and again without being held accountable. So is the sex meaningful? 
for me, obviously, where there are expectations from pornography, as well as instant gratification. I feel like our generation is dealing with a lot of um, not so meaningful sex. And I don't think it's just our generation, but it stems from a long time ago where we had our grandparents married off to people they didn't love, who had to have sex when they didn't want to, just to please the other partner. But at the end of the day, like I said, porn has its links in rape as well as sex addiction. And I would definitely like to hear what you guys have to say about this. Um, if you have anything to add, if you definitely, definitely are going through one of these um, symptoms of sex addiction, just let me know in the comments. Let me know if you feel like you are a sex addict or you are addicted to porn. And if you do know anybody who, I, I honestly don't want to say this, but I will say it. But if you do know anybody who has raped before, just tell us what this person's mind was going through. What was the psychological factors of it and what led that person to rape? Uh, was it also linked to the power struggles that I had mentioned earlier? And if not, what was it? Um, so if you guys have anything else to add, I am available. You know, we are home. We're staying at home. Guys, please stay at home. <laughs> Honestly, please stay at home. And yes, guys. So I will be available on Messenger, Instagram, as well as on... Ooh, I nearly said WhatsApp. I'm not available on WhatsApp. But if you have anything to add, I am available right here, right now. Let's keep this conversation going. Keep, keep, and I mean it, keep sharing, guys. Thank you so much for the support. I hope you enjoyed today's um, podcast. And I will be bringing you guys more and more content since we are at home. Have a safe one, guys. Mwah.